Welcome to the Millennial Falcon, a pop culture podcast by three geeky millennials. I'm Anya Crittenden, an editor and writer for Entertainment Earth News, and with me as always are... I'm Hui Chen Bui, a USA Today contributor and a pop culture journalist in D.C. And I'm Willoughby Dobbs, a filmmaker in the D.C. area. So today, we are going to be talking about TV cancellations. Um, all the primetime networks announced their big TV cancellations for, on Thursday and Friday. ABC acts a lot of shows, including some of, some of our favorites, uh, Galavant and Agent Carter. And while some of these great cult classics are being axed, we're, uh, we're seeing a lot of the shows that aren't so great staying on, a.k.a. Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Two Broke Girls. <laughs> Sleepy DC's. Hollow. Sleepy Hollow, which has its own problems and should probably be on the X at some point because its lead character basically left. Um, so we're going to be talking about our most painful cancellations, how we're getting over these shows, how unfair it is that these are getting canceled while other shows are staying on the air, and um, our thoughts in general. So I know you guys are really hurt, um, especially Anya, over the show she's been raving about lately, Gallivant. So, Anya, please tell us about your feelings. <laughs> um, I'm heartbroken, but not surprised. I mean, I guess that's the thing with TV cancellation is that, like, they come every year. And, like, we know they're going to come. And if ratings are low, we can kind of expect it to get axed. Like, it's a business. So it's not exactly surprising. But it doesn't make it hurt any less. Um, I wrote an article about Gallivant and Agent Carter being canceled and why... Those two cancellations especially kind of hit hard because they occupied these spaces in network television that, like, we don't really have much of. And so it's hard to see shows like that go. Um, It's been getting a lot of attention from Gallivant uh, cast members, which has been very nice. Whether or not anything will happen or, like, Gallivant will get picked up by, like, a streaming service or something like the Mindy Project was last year Mm. by Hulu, I don't know. But it's nice to show that people are supporting it and everything. Um, I'm just sad because it was such a happy space for me and I'm not surprised but if anything I want ABC to give us a DVD box set because it's not on DVD yet and I'm like Mm -hmm. no yeah the first season was never put out and so I'm hoping that at least they can put both seasons in like a nice box set with like behind the scenes features and stuff they were really pushing these the um like you can get it on Amazon or on Hulu oh I see yeah which is not which is fine I can watch it on Hulu but it's not quite the same I kind of want to like own it and put it on my shelf and yeah. be like, but Galavant. Didn't Alan Menken say something recently on Twitter? He did. So the night, the day it got canceled, Alan Menken, um, his famous Disney composer um, and composed for uh, Galavant, he was saying, it's not the end of the journey, you'll see Galavant again. And then someone asked him on Twitter, and they were like, can we hope for a stage show? And in all caps, with exclamation marks, Alan Menken just replied, Yes. Wow. So, if anything, at least we'll be getting a Gallivant stage show, hopefully. I mean, he can say yes, we don't know exactly how it's going to turn out, but fingers crossed. Yeah, these days, uh, speaking of Amazon and Hulu, like you are saying before, um, shows really don't, it's not always the end for shows when they get canceled. It doesn't spell doom. Like, the Mindy Project got picked up by Hulu last year. And, and like, it got renewed. And it got renewed. Um, community got picked up by um, Yahoo, Yahoo Screen, which Yahoo Screen. no longer exists. They yeah. stopped that. Did they really? Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. The community bankrupted them. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. Well, not funny. It's sad. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. It's kind of funny. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. it wasn't a bad season. It just wasn't great. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes it's great that these shows get picked up and that we can continue our love for them, but sometimes it also feels like, oh, they're kicking a dead horse or something. So even, But even so, it gives us hope for renewals of shows. I mean, we've talked about this earlier. Sometimes when shows don't end, they do actually need to end. But yes, yeah. But seeing I mean, Gallivant in another form would be great. Like a stage musical sounds great. Like it doesn't sound like it would, you know, wear out the story at all. Because the thing about Gallivant yeah. is that its its plot was, I mean, it wasn't super complicated. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, a classic like fairy tale like thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more about the musical, the musical numbers. So like, as long as you can like base a story around base the the, the musical numbers around the story, you can always have more Gallivant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, the interesting thing about Galavan is that, I mean, its ratings were very low, so again, not surprising, but also the main character got picked up for a CW show. Uh, yeah, so that's possible. And so that was part of it, that was why people started thinking that it was probably not going to get picked up. That being said, I feel like Galavan's a show that could actually continue without the main character, it only continue because with Tim- King Richard. Yeah, it could be all about Timothy Obmanson. Ob- Which is fine with me, because he's the real star of the show, yeah, to be honest. Funny. And it's um, interesting that you bring up the main character being renewed, or a new show on CW is that um, Haley Atwell with Agent Carter, she is not returned. I mean, Agent Carter was canceled, but she has a new show on ABC called Conviction, which was part of this. When they were announcing uh, the cancellations, they also announced a couple of new, a couple of new shows um, and a couple of renewals Mm -hmm. and Conviction was one of them. And she plays a former first daughter who has a brilliant mind and she is, like, I guess she's also kind of like a bad girl, and to get her like story straight, or like she's like being like put up, brought onto this conviction, like wrong wrongful conviction unit, uh, and she's like supposed she's like solving wrongful con- convictions. Ooh, that means we're gonna have Haley Atwell with an American accent. Yeah, we are. <laughs> That'll be interesting. I think it's also interesting that both Agent Carter and Galavant were mid season shows, mm-hmm. and so therefore, like they're kind of they're less risks. For networks, they cost a lot less money, mm-hmm. and they're only on for a short amount of time. And so it, you almost feel a little, like, heartbroken, like, oh, well, this show wasn't, like, you know, it wasn't causing you too much damage, but, mm-hmm. like, you get it. If a show has low ratings, a network wants to put on stuff that's consistently getting good ratings, and... Yeah. Which is why we get the Bing Bang, Big Bang Theory. Bang Bang, bang, bang Theory. <laughs> it's so awful we can't oh my God, everything say, is bang, right. bang. The Big Bang Theory, every other CSI... Um, Actually... Every CSI has been canceled except for now CSI Cyber has also been canceled. So next in the fall, we won't have any CSI shows for the first time on TV Whoa. since like 2000. Wow. That's, that's, I did not realize that. Also, I just want to say how hilariously out of touch CSI Cyber is. <laughs> just, I haven't watched an episode, but from reading random moments about the show, they're just like, can you get in the system? And it seems just like this very inaccurate understanding of how hacking actually is. I mean, it's Hollywood. I'm in. in. It's Hollywood. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, Big Bang Theory is one of those ones that I think especially frustrating because it's been going on for so long and it's not a good show. And uh, But like, I mean, the thing is, it gets such mass America loves shows that talk down to characters like these and just rely on stereotypes. I'm honestly almost more offended by Two Broke Girls, which also got renewed, um, because of its really racist per- portrayals of the Asian o- di- in uh, diner owner. Yes. It's just like, it's um, Mr. 
with the one in um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mickey, Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, God. It's like that kind of levels. It's like book two. That's book bad. Is True Broke Girls also a Chuck Lorre show? It is. Yeah, and it's also See, like the, him and Two and a Half Men and Two Broke Girls and Big Bang Theory. That's all him. That's the thing with Chuck Lorre. It's just like, I'm just like, can we stop making Chuck Lorre think that he's good? And the <laughs> thing about Two Broke Girls is that the first season, once like there was a lot of backlash against the first season because of the racist portrayal. Yeah, and like ra- like racist stereotypes of other characters, and just like like poor jokes and like just bad jokes. Um, and I just remember them going to like Paley's, the Paley Fest, mm-hmm. and like uh, like they went to a, there was a press conference and they were asking questions, and like the showrunner and the cast members all had to start defending the show. And they were trying really hard to make it seem like it, they weren't what they were doing was bad. Uh, what they were what they were doing wasn't bad. And all the journalists were like, "No, you've got this racist portrayal. You've got this racist portrayal." Like they were reading them the receipts of their show, and yeah. they were just they couldn't read the receipts. Yeah, they couldn't like defend it. And somehow well, the show gets a fourth season. Yeah, and Big Bang Theory has a panel at Comic Con that people sense. are excited about, and yeah. I don't really. Sense. I don't really get it because, like, literally people at Comic-Con, like, they're who that show is making fun of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is what I always say between community and Big Bang Theory is that community embraced, like, the geek community and yeah. Big Bang Theory makes fun of it. Mm-hmm. And yet we see the one that's really successful is the one that's mean and stereotypical. Mm-hmm. There's that one that, it was a viral video uh, not too long ago where it, they had, like, some one character, I think it was uh, uh, Leonard... No, Sheldon Leonard. It was the guy. Raj with the, and Howard. Howard was making some reference of like he made like three thousand different nerd references in one sentence. Yes, and the tweet that went was, viral. There was no joke to it. It was just list like basically a sentence with references to other like great Game of Thrones, like Doctor Star Who. Trek, Doctor Who, like everything, and uh, the audience like went wild after that joke, like in laughter, and the the. The viral video is this guy on a cell phone going, there's no joke here! There's no joke at all! Why are you laughing? He's like, he just said a bunch of shit! And basically, like, that's, that we're the, hilarious. that's the Big Bang Theory in a nutshell, is that all they do is they just find something that sounds relevant to nerds and make them sound like they're talking about it, but really they're talking down to it. And they're also talking down to the geeks and nerds who want to like the things that they're liking, but the Big Bang Theory is like, no, you have to be like Kaylee Cuoco's character and be, like, she's, she's like, the audience surrogate, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. And she's the one who always, like, you know, looks at these nerds as, like, I mean, other. other. And she's supposed to be the normal person. and But the show taunts itself as being, like, about the geeks, but it's really about Kaylee uh, Cuoco's character. Like, I mean, I know that she's, like, married to Sheldon, to Leonard now. Not Sheldon. Not Sheldon. Leonard. And I know that, I just remember when Sheldon Cooper had sex for the first time on the show, they were running articles on Variety, Entertainment Weekly, like, all the trades were doing that. I'm like, this is so weird. Like, and, like, like, fetishizing nerds. It's, like, weird. I I don't get it. Well, in, like, a better show, Community, the character of, like, Sheldon and Abed are actually really interesting characters, and it's, you know, whether or not they have autism or anything like that, the way that they portrayed Abed was really great, and they really appreciated and embraced him, and 
his relationships with other characters are really important, but Sheldon is just like a stereotype, and that's why that storyline was so they just missed the mark a yeah. lot, and that's what I, it's weird. We're talking about like this and Two Broke Girls, and like all these like mean shows, especially in comedy. All these mean shows are the ones that are succeeding really well, and then the ones that are more progressive, more inclusive, like Community, more not in terms of comedy, but like Agent Carter, Gallivant being a very happy, positive show. These are the ones that aren't getting ratings. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but Big Bang Theory. Gonna bring race in, in, into it again, but uh, they also Raj. Have a very yeah Raj. They have a very stereotypical view of Asians in comedy, which is like they're awkward, they're desexualized, like their sexuality is a joke essentially, and it just seems to be like this very regressive view of not only like nerds but also Asians and any other minority who is deemed lesser, less cool than like the straight white male or something like that. Um, but yeah, Chuck Lore. Chuck Lorre? Lorre. Chuck Lorre. Uh, we should stop him, but he's also like, he's like the Michael Bay of CB. He's not going to stop because he knows how to cater to the mainstream's interests and use it against them. Yeah. Which is so, <laughs> what do we think about the main the mainstream's interests being so mean? I don't know. That's a weird culture thing. It's America. <laughs> it, it, I, I always see like negative, like negativity memes on Facebook, like about like, I'm the only per- I'm the only smart person in the room, like sort of thing, like weird Facebook minion meme. Like, min- you get so many minion memes. I don't understand. So, I never see them. I'm so it's because I I have a lot of like my family members sometimes like That's post funny. them, and I'm just like, no, these aren't funny. These are rude. Like, be inclusive to other people and don't think that you're the only smart person in the room. Everyone else is smart. This doesn't make sense. Why are you? Why do you think that you're better than everybody? Yeah, I think mean humor is easier because it's easy to make fun of people and feel better about yourself, and that way you don't have to, like, worry about being smart or anything because by looking down on others, you can pretend that you are. Yeah, and that's essentially what the Big Bang Theory is. Mm -hmm. Um, But let's move on to other canceled shows that uh, we are hurting over. Well, actually, this was not a show that was canceled, per se, but one that was not picked up. Um... Marvel's Most Wanted, which right. is meant to be a spinoff of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's a little bit awkward, because because they had like this big dramatic exit for the two characters who are supposed to lead the spinoff show, and it's going to be awkward to have them crawling back, essentially. We're not really hurting yeah. over this show, because like, we, we never saw it we never, they, they made a pilot, I think, mm-hmm. and then they... But then the Didn't show, and the show has been in development hell for a couple of years now. Yeah, so it's not surprising. And, and like, it, it, it was not part of, like... Comic-Con, they didn't reveal it then, so people thought, okay, so Bobby and Hunter are going to be still on the show, mm-hmm. and then the, and then finally they were, like, doing the, and then they were like, Marvel's Most Wanted is a go, and they had, like, the exit of the two characters, and it was really heartbreaking, it was a really heartbreaking emotional final scene for them, and the whole episode was, was about them leaving, it wasn't just, like, the end, they were like, oh, see you later, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it was literally, like, about them leaving S.H.I.E.L.D., and it was really, it was a pretty good episode, it was a pretty good episode, and it was like, it was like, I got teared up a little bit. Um, and they, they were like, you know, and it wasn't the end for them because they were going to be on this new show called Marvel's Most Wanted, and now that won't happen because they, they, you know, canceled it before it even got to air. Yeah. I'm not too upset about it because spinoffs of superhero shows haven't been 
that great lately. The Flash. Well, The Flash is the only one, but I'm just thinking Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, but yeah. even, I don't know, I feel like even The Flash has been really inconsistent this season. Yeah, well, I think their problem was having another hero, another villain that was the exact mirror of Barry. But, like, the last episode was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one. It was. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's just but... been a little bit off. And, yeah. like, I mean, clearly Marvel and ABC are not finding anything that, like, truly works for them. Mm-hmm. The only thing that really works for them is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And, and even then, I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not... It's it's pretty... It's rocky sometimes. It's rocky sometimes. Yeah. Um, Which is why uh, like, having a spin-off of that show seemed a little bit nonsensical, because it's like, it like, might be... But, like, to be, to be in the defense of Marvel's Most Wanted, Mockingbird and um, Hunter, Hunter were great characters. That's true. And that their, dy- their dynamic charisma would have propelled a show. We'll see. I mean, I guess we'll never know. But we'll never know. Also, Agent P- Paliki seems to have some sort of, I don't know, TV pilot poison because she was the lead for the Wonder Woman TV show yeah, she was. that never oh, got picked yeah. up either. And technically, she wasn't part of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season one. She was brought in in season two. Yeah, she was. It's true. But I watched some of that pilot. It's really bad because you can find it online. It's like the whole thing is on there. I remember them advertising it. Yeah. It's, it's hilariously bad. They Rework That's a lot rough. of the the origin so that she's like CEO of like the Mascara um, industry or something like that. Oh my god! And it's, it's like, like Modern like, Hamlet. Yeah, it's like in the public <laughs> in public that she's Wonder Woman. So she moonlights as like a CEO and as Wonder Woman, but everyone knows that she's Wonder Woman. So it's kind of weird. Like Tony Stark and Iron Man. Yeah, kind of. I guess that's what they're going for, but it was it didn't make sense. Mm. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, the only other show that was worked out for her was um, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, and she wasn't a main character there either. No, but she was in the pilot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of leads leaving their show, uh, Castle had that, and then they were promptly canceled. But basically, the lead character, one of the lead characters, uh, played by Sana Katik. Is that how you say her name? I think so. I think um, so. Kate character was Kate Beckett. Kate, well, yeah, Kate Beckett. She left the show um, in a big surprise to the rest of the cast and stuff. Um, and she kind of, but then like the show was probably canceled, so it wasn't that bad. But another show that had that similar arc where like a female character was killed off, or, like female main character who was killed off or left, um, Sleepy Hollow did that too, but they're still going. Yeah, they're so, going without Abby, just Ichabod, which mm-hmm. is weird because the whole show was predicated on the two witnesses, which mm-hmm. is in the, like if you know anything about Sleepy Hollow, like that, there's they're the two main characters. They're supposed to defend the world against the apocalypse. And she's dead. Yeah. I just wanted to make a point that it seemed like a weird trend that the female main characters are more dispensable than the male yeah. main characters. Not a weird trend, actually. A very expected trend because misogyny. <laughs> I mean, it's let's be real here. Very terrible. This, this is the thing that keeps... And it, and, and it just furthers the whole fridging thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, Ichabod and Abby, like, they're supposed to have, like, a really great, like, friendship and her death, I haven't seen. Sh- I haven't seen it. why, but I just feel like his death is supposed to like propel him forward in his story. It just, yeah, it just seems like enough is enough. Yeah, and um, it happened in Teen Wolf too, a show, a show that it seems that I watched and <laughs> yeah, I I watched that show. You were, do- well, you <laughs> were doing recaps. Yeah, I was doing recaps for a specific reason, but which never panned out. Your recaps were great, though. Thank you. I was very sassy. I got. Chewed out once by Teen Wolf fans. Oh my god! I remember she got chewed out. It's so crazy. Because I once said that like uh, Dylan O'Brien outacted uh, Tyler Posey in one scene, and then all the Tyler Posey fans jumped on me, and I was like, "What is this? This was one line." And they're like, "He does charity. Why are you back talking? He doesn't need to be dragged down." And I was because like, they're all teenagers. Yeah, I know. 
but youths. I know it was, it was really funny. Anyways, um, yeah. Do you guys do you have anything else you want to add about cancellations? Um, just that I'm I'm sad about Agent Carter because that was a show I always really looked forward to because mm-hmm. I love like the '40s as like an era, but and I also love Haley Atwell. And I love Marvel. Like, I love, like, the whole, like, I love Captain America the First Avenger. Mm-hmm. So, like, having that be a spinoff. Uh, so you see characters from that movie, too. So when, like, like my perfect Agent Carter series would have been her with the Howling Commandos. Because there's that one episode when uh, Dum Dum Dugan comes back and a couple of the other Howling Commandos, I can't remember. Um, but And they, like, go on a mission. And it's, like, there's so much more chemistry and camaraderie there that I would watch, like, a full 22 episode series about that. Mm-hmm. But I hope, I hope in the future we'll, we'll get more, maybe like maybe more agent Carter shorts like they did with Iron Man three. They had that on the, on the Blu-ray. That's like the Marvel, the agent Carter one shot, mm-hmm. which basically led into the show itself. Um, so more of that would be cool. Maybe, I mean, God willing, maybe a movie, but we already have so, there's so many movies. It's probably not going to happen. So many movies. Yeah. It wouldn't be. See, like I liked agent Carter a lot. But I felt like it was good that it didn't go on too long. Yeah. I felt like it was nice and self-contained. The first season was really self-contained. The first season was really self-contained. I felt like the second season ended on a good note where you weren't really wanting for more. There was, like, some loose ends that, you know, someone got killed, blah, blah, blah. Who killed him? There's another conspiracy. But I wasn't too mad because it was... Maybe comics. Yeah. It was a happy ending. And I always feel this way about miniseries, that I don't think they should outstay their welcome because otherwise they lose a lot of the creative drive that makes them so great in the first place. Um, example one, not True Detective, actually. Example one is Heroes, mm. which was meant as a miniseries and then just like completely downgraded as, the, as it kept going. So I liked Agent Carter as it was, and I kind of just want to keep it as this little golden nugget of TV that mm-hmm. lasted for like a little bit and gave us some good times. But, you know, I didn't want it to go on too long. Right. It's like ruined yeah. that I definitely think, I agree. I, I think, in my opinion, they could have had they could have churned out one more season mm-hmm. and, and ended it for realties. Um, but I think that ending it on... Ending it the way they did leads, like, for maybe, like, other... Like, they can continue Agent Carter as a comic book series or yeah. something else. Like, mm-hmm. like, they did it with Angel and Buffy. Yeah. Um, but I think that how they ended it... I'm satisfied with it. I just, you know. I think, yeah, I think it's interesting with Agent Carter because I feel like I was less gutted when they announced that it was canceled only because I feel like Agent Carter was, hopefully I don't get, like, yelled at for this. Mm-hmm. Um, goodness knows I love Haley Atwell. I love Peggy Carter so much. And she led that show brilliantly, especially with James Darcy as Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Um, but that show was not always very strong. Honestly, the writing in that show was very inconsistent, and its pacing was all over the place. Mm. Um, I remember the first season especially, like, I was just not, like, enthralled by it. Um, So it's interesting because I feel like it's actually kind of a weak show, but I want it to continue just because of, like, it's female-led, and it's so, like, feminist and positive, and so I I want it to stay for those reasons, but, like, I... It's not the best show in the world, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. like, tough because I like what it stands for, but it's not super strong. Yeah, it was a nice, fun show for yeah. me, and I love the characters and the chemistry they had. But, yeah, I'd, 
I wasn't too sad about it when it was gone. I was just like, I feel like it had its time in the sun, and I enjoyed it for what it was. It actually did have time in the sun. It went yeah, to LA it did. Yeah. <laughs> so I like I liked it, and I was just like, I'm glad that you know it will still remain in the public memory as being this, this good show. I, I guess I just like I was just so were you eulogizing it? Yeah, I was really traumatized by heroes. Obviously, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. like no, no series should outstay their welcome. You have one season to finish, and then you're good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. Heroes went off the rail. Well, that's what I'm. That's what was happening with Sleepy Hollow because I remember I watched the first season of Sleepy Hollow and I loved it. Yeah, the first season is so great, and then it went off the rails in season two. And then Abby died, and now it's still coming back. And I'm just like, this is not working. Yeah, like, sometimes with, like, we get really saddened over our favorite TV shows being canceled, but sometimes it's, like, it feels like American TV does seem to, a lot of the shows seem to outstay their welcome a lot, or, like, go on for a little bit longer than they should. Um, and I like, I like that the format sometimes of Netflix or even British shows, like, BBC shows only last, what, six episodes or something, and they tell a complete story. Um, this isn't this isn't relevant to like all shows out there. Like sometimes it is nice to have that, 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 uh, finality, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just, well, a good, a good series finale is always, is always cathartic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes when you get shows that don't have a, 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 a good series finale, you know, you always, you're always wondering about like what could have been. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's always, and that's, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that's, because I have to bring it up again because I'm me. Um, that's the thing with the Galavan is that I feel like season two ended in a way that was, they ended in a way that was really good because they probably had a feeling they weren't going to get renewed. Mm-hmm. But they, like, definitely left a lot of doors open to season three. And so season two, the way... It's the series finale now. Um, it ended in a good way, like Willoughby saying, like, cathartic. Like, I'm happy with how it ended. Like, it... You know, there were clear endings. But there was so much potential for more. Yeah. Like, there were so many other stories, lines they could have told. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's like it's tough because you're like, all right, well, the ending was good. You're happy with what you got, but you know, I mean, you want more. Yeah, you so, always want more. Yeah, it's like a warm blanket, you know. Just want to keep it, keep it inside that cocoon. That was a weird anecdote, actually. Never mind, it's not really like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, who knows? Like, some of these shows could find life elsewhere. Yeah. Nothing is really like, over these days. We've seen it with the Mindy Project, and, like, I don't know, it's interesting. The Mindy Project is interesting. I know Willoughby doesn't watch it, but HT does. Mm-hmm. You do, right? Yeah. Yeah, we both still watch it. Yeah, and I actually really like it on Hulu. I feel like Mindy's been taking some risks in terms of her storytelling, yeah. and I really like it because it's doing it's doing stuff that sitcoms don't normally do, mm-hmm. which I'm really enjoying. I agree with that. I still think it's very, it's kind of inconsistent, but I think that it is. being on Hulu and kind of less hyped, I guess, like she's just kind of been able to uh, explore more stories and stuff that you wouldn't really expect on a typical sitcom or even yeah. like a one that's as rom-com driven, influenced as hers. Like there's a really interesting storyline going on right now with like her and Danny and they're possible. And her and yeah. Jody, which I'm actually, like, I'm more intrigued by than I thought I would be. I don't know. There's something about it that I'm like, what is Mindy, what is Mindy planning? Yeah. I'm so curious as to what her plan is. Mm-hmm. Although I actually really liked last week's episode because it did really, like, it seemed really true to my experience as an Asian American being, like, yeah. dealing with wanting to assimilate more to white culture or wanting to embrace my own culture more. And I was like, this is a really good episode. And it feels like 
if it was like in a more well-washed episode, people would be like, oh, wow, this is a really great portrayal of how Asian Americans are growing up in America and how they have like this um, struggle, this dilemma between their own, their more traditional cultures versus their new cultures and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. man. It, it feels like while she can do more stuff with it, it does like fly more under the radar. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, I guess, is networks are more constrained. Mm-hmm. Everything, so if you're on like network, you know, primetime television, you have to follow all these rules and guidelines and I wonder you know everyone keeps talking about like it's a golden age of television and stuff but like television where exactly is mm-hmm. the golden age happening is it is it happening on like ABC and CBS and NBC or is it on streaming sites and like HBO mm-hmm. and Showtime and you know cable network so it's like it's interesting mm-hmm. yeah prime times are kind of Losing their power, though they still have the power to hurt us every year with the cancellations. I feel like, yeah, they have they have less uh, sway than they used to. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, but I think you know, silver lining going forward, we're gonna get the upfront soon, like, mm. like tomorrow. True. Oh, so tomorrow we're gonna we're gonna start getting to know what about the new shows that are coming on. So. I'm always so wary of new shows. It takes me a while to get into them. Like I, I have know. to wait until like the Golden Globes or something. Oh jeez, that's how, to to see or to wait to see like the the hype like or if like it's worth it. Or, yeah, the feedback and stuff. Like I didn't watch Brooklyn Nine Nine until it got all those Golden Globes. Ah, I was I was on that yeah. from the beginning. Yeah, all about Brooklyn Nine Nine. I mean, it's hard because like I got really into Selfie and I actually really liked it. I really like Selfie too, and it got canceled. And I like John Cho a lot too, and I want him to be in more TV uh, shows. John Cho. Why did he get dropped from New Girl? Like he was on for an episode, and yeah. then he was sequ- and then they did the sequestered yeah, arc, yeah. and then he didn't show up, it and seemed- then Dimitri Martin was the guy. Yeah, there? it seemed like they set up John Cho as the next love interest, and then yeah. he disappeared. And I yeah, was like, I know. I was really I, New, New Girl also an interesting show for me because I feel like this season I've really enjoyed aspects of it. Yeah, I'm same. And um, now we have seasons. It got renewed. For season six. Yeah. And I'm so annoyed because, at least for me, Jess and Nick together are, like, the least compelling characters on the show. Like, apart, they're fine and I like them, but, like, I do not like them together. And the fact that they're going back to that, I'm just like, ugh. I like, actually like they them don't, together. I do. See, yeah. I, don't, I, like I don't like Jess and Nick together. I don't think they work. Although, for me, like... I'm the same as you, like, I liking aspects of this season, but that's been, like, the entire run of New Girl yeah, for that's me, kind of honestly. I mean, true. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I watched the the, the the wedding episode, and I really, I, I was, that was a lot of emotion. I really like, yeah, I really liked the, the wedding Schmitt, The Schmidt and Cece wedding was adorable. Yeah. It was done really well, and I'm happy that Winston's happy. Yeah. Winston! Winston Winston's finally. the best. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like since I'm not a Jess and Nick person, I'm like very wary. Yeah. Do you not see the chemistry that they have with each other? No, I like I think Jess has had more chemistry with all her other boyfriends except for Nick. Really, I, Justin Long? I don't see Actually, it, yeah, but Justin Long. yeah, I'm just. I mean, I Jess is so much better with Sam the Doctor. What about Ryan? I don't remember Ryan. The British teacher. I oh my God! Too. Yes. Oh, yeah, that dude. Yeah. Oh, my God, bless him. Although, yeah, let's yeah. be real, like, for me, my end game with Jess will always be Russell. Always. Russell, Russell was the old white guy. Oh, my God, Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. Are you oh, kidding oh me, you guys? Gosh. Okay, sorry. I'm oh, my like... God, they played True American together. It's that beautiful. I Russell and American. Jess are, like, my end game in my heart. Uh, Obviously, I don't really pay attention, that much attention to New Girl. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly forgot. Um, I was rewatching a lot recently, yeah. so that's fine. What was the doctor's name again? Sam. Sam. Yeah, I forgot 
about him when they introduced him. Like, like when they replayed that clip, I was like, oh, this dude again. But I totally forgot about him. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have, like, a really short memory with New Girl, but it's not so I mean, it's not, like, the most memorable show in the yeah, world. But, yeah, I don't see the chemistry between Jess and Nick. Oops. <laughs> Gotta go wa- rewatch Cooler. That was such a good episode. Mm. All right. I um, think this is our civil war. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys have anything else you want to add about canceled TV shows? Just that, um, you know, the end is not always the end. And that if it is the end, hopefully the, the shows that we liked ended on a good run. Yep. Uh, bring back Galvan. <laughs> I want Galvan the stage musical, actually. Even though I didn't watch the show, a stage musical sounds really interesting. Yes. Yeah, I my only thing with that is that like I can't watch it every week. Oh yeah. That's and like <laughs> it's gonna a be just like one story. By Galavant. <laughs> it's yeah, so we'll see. Okay. Let's move on to the last segment of our episode. I really, 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 really like you. Um Willoughby, uh, why don't you start us off today? Okay. Um I've been rewatching not rewatching, I fell off of watching Bob's Burgers this year because it seemed like they just weren't doing playing the episodes all, all week long or, like, all season long. It was, like, like there were a lot of breaks in between the time. So I, I, I fell off of watching it. But uh, it's all... Every episode of season six is on Hulu right now. So I've been re-watching that this weekend. And it is just as fun and whimsical and great and not mean as, uh, as it always is. And I, I just... I really love Bob's Burgers. And um, I... Rebecca was down for the weekend, and I, I bought the Bob's Burgers cookbook for her for her birthday. And before I gave it to her, I was flipping through it, and I saw that they had all the, the cool joke burgers. I was like, this is so great. So I might pick up a copy for myself, too. Do it. Um, so, yeah, Bob's Burgers. Awesome. Uh, so my really like for this week is a bit of casting news. So it was announced recently that Michael B. Jordan is joining the cast of yes. Black Panther, joining the likes of Lupita Nyong'o and Chadwick Boseman. Wait, was Lupita confirmed? She it said she was in talks, but in talks. yeah, yeah. And I think Michael B. Jordan is still also in talks. No, well. I think Michael B. Jordan was confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah. Okay. Well, but Lupita Nyong'o was not. But I mean, either way, I mean, I feel like she she's going to be up for it. She loves Disney. Yeah, she's, she's in- there. Like. She's in so many Disney movies. She's in like three Disney movies at this point. She, I, I feel like once you sign with Disney, you're you can be. In, like, Wait, no, no, franchise. she's in. If she does Black Panther, yeah, she'll, that'll be her fourth. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay. Three. We're putting Star Wars in this list, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Star, Star Wars, Wars Jungle, Jungle Book, Book, and then Queen uh, of Cotsway. Yeah, Queen of Cotsway. I need to watch that whenever it comes. The out. trailer looks really good. It does. I need to watch it. And I'm so happy she's finally showing her face. Please don't let her play any more CGI characters. I know, that's so weird. Stop hiding her. Yeah. She does have a beautiful voice mm-hmm. so that like her animated characters always sound like her, but yeah, we need to see her face. Mm-hmm. Um anyways, it's this is really exciting because not only are they like the most beautiful cast ever, Ryan Coogler is reuniting with his uh, Creed and Fruitvale Station star, Michael B. Jordan. And I was a little worried because, you know, I thought that he Michael B. Jordan would be doing Creed without Ryan Coogler, but now that they're both doing um, Black Panther, then maybe they can just push Creed back and Ryan Coogler can just do whatever I am so okay with pushing Creed back, Creed 2 back, if it means that we get Black Panther with Ryan B., uh, Michael B. Jordan, Ryan Coogler as director, writer. And Chadwick Boseman. And Lupita Nyong'o, possibly. I know. And, of course, there's still more casting to be done. Yeah. We, we don't know everybody. They should cast Gina Torres. Oh. That would be great. That would be amazing. Um, that would be great. Mm-hmm. 
So I am really excited about this movie. I know very little actually about Black Panther. I'm not a big. I was never really a big Marvel fan, so I know like this kind of surface stuff about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you could tell during like the Civil War discussion, I was kind of asking about his powers. Right. Um, but yeah. I'm, well, the, the movie didn't make it clear. Either, yeah, exactly. But. And it also like is different in the MCU versus the comics. Yeah. But I am just pumped. I love Ryan Coogler's direction so far. I'm uh, obviously a big fan of Creed. I just can't wait to see what he does with Black Panther, and I'm yeah. Chadwick Boseman is amazing. Got to be good. Mm-hmm. Sure. Gonna be good. Yeah. Do we think that Michael B. Jordan will be playing a villain? That's what the a lot of people are mm-hmm. saying. So it'd be interesting because right now he's always played like the good guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the movies he's been in. Also, I think it's hilarious that Simon Kinberg, the CEO, I think, for Sony, uh, was just like, yeah, we want to do another Fantastic Four movie with the same cast. Everyone is great. And Michael B. Jordan's just like, uh, sorry. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> also, this is the second Human Torch to join the Marvel Universe. Yes, and, and they always do better. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Evans. As of now. They, yep. They, Chris they... Evans. <laughs> Chris Evans. As Human Torch and then Captain America. I remember when, he, this is a side note tangent, mm-hmm. when... Chris Evans was cast as Captain America. I just remember being like, the human torch guy? He can't be, like, good guy American. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I saw, and then people were like, no, check out him in, in, like, Sunshine. He's really good in that movie. And he's, like, he's always played, like, the goofy, like, comic relief, like, handsome guy. Mm-hmm. And then in Sunshine, he was, like, like the leader of this, guy, of this crew to go restart the sun. And he was pretty serious. I was like, okay, this guy has some acting chops. And then he's cast in Captain America. I'm like, okay, cool. Also, I liked him as the Human Torch. I think he was one of the oh, bright spots. Fun. He totally was. Really. But it, he, it's a different, definitely a different character from Captain America. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's frustrating because those first Fantastic Four movies, I think Jessica Alba was okay, but like the rest of the cast, I actually really liked. Like, yeah. Ewan Griffith is a really great Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. He is. And Ben and, like, Grimm, like, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. But I think Michael Chiklis So, like, it's job. really frustrating because that first cast was actually really good. Yeah. Yeah, Ewan Griffith, he kind of had this sort of wry, like, campiness underneath his performance. Like, he was serious, but at the same time, he was, like, kind of had this self-aware thing going I on. I loved it. what he always yeah. does. Which he always does. And it's like, he has this winking thing to his performance, which isn't, like, too winking, so it's a little subtle, but I liked it. Did you guys see like, the show where he was, like living forever or he dies and he ends up in the Hudson every time oh yeah I've heard about that Eternal or something yeah I think it was called that yeah Eternity it was was like a show on ABC a couple seasons ago yeah yeah, I really like him I hope I want him to have more success yeah my dad really likes him and we have all the Horatio Hornblower uh, miniseries movies oh my gosh so do I (laughs) my dad has a big poster do you have the big poster from A&E the big Horatio Hornblower poster I do not have the big poster okay so so, yeah we win (laughs) (laughs) yeah you do I I don't love him as much as you guys (laughs) um but yeah. yeah but he's fun yeah that's my really like for this week. That's sorry, that turned into a tangent. <laughs> it's okay. Anya, what is yours? So, similar to Willoughby, I got behind on a show this season, and I finally caught up. What show? Dang, what a good show. And what that show? would be Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh! Because I finally caught up and, like, watched everything and, like, got to the finale, and the finale stressed me out so much. Ooh, don't tell me, because I'm only on episode nine. Okay, yeah, the finale was so good, and Leah Salonga's in it. Ooh. And it's wonderful, and so now I'm just, like, really eager for the second season, because it got renewed. CW Speaking of, I mean, CW, CW pretty much renewed all their shows. Everything. Oh, and they also picked up Supergirl. Yeah. Which is something yeah. we didn't mention. Which is moving so. from CBS to CW. Yep. Thank goodness, because Supergirl probably always should have been on CW. Honestly, yeah. it felt really. weird to be on CBS. 
Especially yeah. then they're like, we're going to cross over with Flash, but technically because it's two different networks for two different Earths. Yeah. It's like, that's awkward. Hopefully, it was weird. Hopefully, maybe they'll have a crisis on Infinite Earths. Willby and I both put this forward. Um, on the Flash of Supergirl, and then they'll just end up on the same Earth so they can do crossovers more often. Yep. Yep. Because Kara and Barry are the greatest two heroes I've ever seen. They're yeah. so much fun. <laughs> I love them. They're the they're same fun. person, but they're adorable. Yeah. The ice cream part? <laughs> oh, I love that. That was great. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so I really liked Crazy X, and I'm glad I finally caught up, and it's such a quality show, and so I'm really excited to see where season two takes the show. Did you watch it all on iTunes when it was free for a weekend? No, I uh, we DVR'd all of it, so I just oh, caught up on our DVR. Now that Gallivant is gone, is this going to be your musical TV fix? Not in the same way. Not in the same way. It's it's the music is fun and the show is really good, but like nothing can ever really replace Gallivant in my heart. Like I Aww. fell very hard for Gallivant, so and then like, I had yeah, a, there's there's a I, tiny hole in my heart. And then I broke the news on tw- on on your I texted you. I was like, Gallivant's been canceled. Oh can, my I, god, yeah, Willoughby's the one who told me I in the first place. I could feel the heartbreak. Like, I guess your, better than him than anyone else. I, I was like, I could feel the heartbreak when you responded. I was like, oh no. Oh no. I, 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 so I remember very distinctly, this is going to sound so like cheesy, but I was at work and it was like the end of the day and I was like, Willoughby t- sent me that and I I almost, like I almost started crying. Oh like honestly, god. I almost started I crying. That, I was like, I didn't know if you knew. I was like, no. It was, yeah, it was it was hard. Maybe this is why I was not as gutted by the cancellations because my my penchant for not starting shows new shows until like two years after they've gotten popular and I know they've gotten good feedback or are going. I'm but you should uh, now that like it, it is over, you should watch. Yeah, I might watch it seasons. now. <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah, well, no, because whenever you start a new show, it always then get again then gets canceled. Yeah, like Community pushing Daisy's Community fringe. <laughs> they get on. They either get canceled or they get like Doctor Who got worse. Yeah, <laughs> this is not my fault, guys. I'm yeah. not cursed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you might be. You yeah. totally are. Just yeah. kidding. Yeah, but not really. Okay, so <laughs> all right. So, if you guys have any thoughts about TV shows that have been canceled recently, um, or you're really excited about renewals, definitely come let us know what you guys think of all the shows that are leaving and joining us soon. Um, If you have any thoughts on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend or Bob's Burgers, let us know. And also, let us know what you think of Michael B. Jordan's casting in Black Panther and which villain he might be playing. So, where can they come talk to us, Willoughby? You can find us on Facebook if you search for us there. We're on Twitter at Falcon Podcast. Our WordPress is millennialfalconpodcast.wordpress.com. And we're also on iTunes where you can rate, review, and subscribe to us there. Um, and where can they find you guys? I am at HTranBooey on Twitter. I'm at Anya Crittenton on Twitter. And I am at Willoughby Dobbs on Twitter. Okay, right. thanks for joining us, guys. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.